Amen. The thunder is the strong prophetic voice. The seven thunders that are sealed are unsealed in the manifestation of the sons of God. Yeah, you had to reach Helios Christian maturity, which is become an adult in the spirit, which is the maximum age of 33-year-old Jesus Christ, internally developed by the sanctification of the word of grace, to unseal the seven seals, which are the seven eyes of your heart of the seven spirits of God, fully glorified by the menorah, the only light inside the temple of the Holy Spirit, your bodies. Amen. So that's what opens the seven seals, and then you see all the repercussions of the manifesting sons of God, trumpets, bowls, blasts, angels, all of it. And it's all about the glorification of the human spirit and the human mind through the human body, with the Word, with the blood, and with the Spirit called the river of life. God the Father is in heaven, Jesus Christ is in heaven, the Holy Spirit the Word and the blood are on earth. And that's all you need. That's more than enough to turn the earth into paradise. That's more than enough. He didn't give you just scraps. He gave you more than enough for everything you need for life and godliness. More than enough. If you're an unbeliever, then you'll think you'll need more. Did God really say the serpent in the garden? There's more over here. You don't have enough. What God gave you isn't enough. You need to look for it, work for it, do stuff for it. You need to be a slave, and then you lose your birthright, and the fallen angels own you. And that's what every Christian gets into after they're born again. They get bewitched. I've never seen a Christian, even the best of the best, prophets and apostles, every single person went through testing to get all the bewitchment of external religion out of them after they're born again. Not a single one. That's what it means to be sanctified. You're internally sanctified by the Spirit and the Word and the blood, which means the removal of all external performance and religion, of trying to earn salvation, doing works. You're saved from works. Most of you are barely saved. It's true. You can be in the river and you're barely saved. Ankle deep is barely saved. And I know I'm talking to people outside the river. And I'm talking to people ankle deep in the river, knee deep in the river, waist deep in the river. I'm talking to people shoulder deep in the river. And a couple of you actually have your heads underwater. That's the only place that you'll experience total rest and peace for your souls with no spiritual warfare. And almost no Christian on planet earth has gotten there yet because they still hold on, hold on to stuff in this world. God's just only asking you to give up the idolatry of your brain, and it's mainly money. 666 in your forehead. Principle of first mention. Where is the first mention of 666? The Queen of Sheba brought 666 talents of gold annually to King Solomon. If you're not bringing gold to King Solomon to Jesus, there's no doubt about it, the 666 is still in your brain. People are so bound up with idolatry in the brain, that's what keeps you locked into the natural realm because you don't bring offerings, because you don't bring sacrifice. You trust in money in your brain instead of the river in your brain, and that's why you're not any deeper in the river. It's as simple as that. God's dealing with Ananias and Sapphira syndrome, and he's not going to kill you. He's going to kill the devil out of you. 
and you'll get more money than you ever had before anyway, and you won't have to live by fear. You can actually live by faith in finances. The river is golden glory. Hello! The river of life is transparent gold. The river of life is the favor of the Lord. And most of us have barely any of the river operating through our souls because our souls are in charge of our finances. It's idolatry. It's the number one thing that keeps Christians out of the glory of God. Not number two, number one. If you can give up the idolatry of controlling money in your brain, God can do anything. And it's not about being poor. It's about being rich. Riches in glory. Oh, well, that's greed spirit. It's not a greed spirit. It's the river of life. Revelation says the gold was transparent glass. And then you read right after that of a transparent river of the transparent gold. Come on. Revelation 21 and 22. The transparency. See, you can't see it. You have to trust the favor of the Lord. The river of life is the favor of the Lord. How are you saved? By the favor of the Lord. Grace means the favor of the Lord. You're saved by drinking the river. And we got like tippy toes in the favor of the Lord and we're in control being good stewards. No, you're not being good stewards. You're serving the mark of the beast in your foreheads. It's not God. It's Satan. That's what's wrong with 99% of Christians. They haven't given up the idolatry in their brain. We're about to. You know why? Because there's enough grace to convince your brains that what I'm telling you from the Bible is true. God's not trying to rob widows' houses. He's trying to baptize you in the transparent favor of the Lord so you can have your inheritance. And people are so defensive about money that they don't let God touch them. They're in control of their lives. If you are still in control of your finances, God is not in control of your life. It's as simple as that. That is the main issue of all idolatry in the entire world. The seven mountains, the root systems of the seven mountains of the whore of Babylon is the love of money, the root of all evil. If you are not sacrificing money, and it's not about greed, it's not about all this stuff that the demons are always complaining about, the unrenewed, the religious spirit in the mind going crazy. It's about entering the glory and what you have to give up control of, chiefly idolatry of money, to come out of the natural dimension to trust Christ in the glory dimension. That's why people don't experience hardly any glory. Because they haven't sacrificed their idols. They still serve tables of demons. Paul dealt with it continuously. Corinthian church, you want the glory of God? Well, you're on Sunday, you're drinking the cup of Jesus, and on Monday, you're drinking the cup of demons. It's all about how can I make more money? Hallelujah. You need to understand how you can make more glory, how you can, under, how you can grow in the favor of the Lord. Deuteronomy 8.18, I have given you the ability to create wealth that my covenant may be established with you. Today it is written, today it is written, that the covenant be established with you. How is the covenant of creative wealth, God's ability to make wealth, Deuteronomy 8.18, established with you today? Because you learn how to drink the river and you value the favor of the Lord more than your ability to control the natural dimension and your measly natural ability to make money.
You are cutting yourself off from your inheritance by controlling money in your brain. It's as simple as that. That's what 666 is. It's saying no to God in almost every area of your life, and I'm cool with just fire insurance. It's not like you're going to go to hell. You're just not going to have an easy time on earth. You're not going to live in 1% of God's plans for your life because you're still in control of finances in your head and you're not being a good steward, and you're not using wisdom. Wisdom mixes her wine, and wisdom slays her beast. You're actually serving the mark of the beast. You're the opposite of wisdom. Being a good steward in the natural is demonic. You need to get wild in the river. That's righteousness. I have hated wickedness, and I have loved righteousness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of joy beyond your fellow kings. What? You have to hate wickedness. You have to hate the mark of the beast. You have to hate the controlling of finances and the serving of idolatry and just always trying to do what's right in your brain. There's no righteousness of the brain. That's the new covenant. That there is no righteousness of the brain. There's only righteousness of the spirit, of the river, of the transparent gold. The river of life is the favor of the Lord. It's the grace of the Lord Jesus. You can come and drink as much as you want all day, every day, and you never have to live by your natural ability, by your brain, or by your hand ever again. The curse is fully removed from you today if you can receive it in this hearing. Amen. Well, they'll have a mark on their head and their hand. What? It's limiting yourself to your natural man. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't put limits on yourself. That's what the river does. It takes the cap off your spirit man's potential possibility. And it renews your brain to God the Father's ability. That's why the name of God the Father is written on their brain. Who? Every single overcomer. Every, I believe there will be millions of them. Millions of overcomers that will sacrifice their ability in their brain, their ability in their hand, the beast nature, the natural nature, the homo sapien sapien mammal nature to live according to the river of life and the power of the throne of God and the Lamb written on their brains. And why is New Jerusalem written on their brain? Because we come in the majesty of the holy angels. Amen. God comes in threefold glory. It is written, book of Luke. The threefold glory that God comes in, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, He comes in the glory and the majesty of the Father, written on your forehead. He comes in the glory and the majesty of the Son, written on your brain, glorified brain, white stone, new name, new glorified personality. And He comes in the glory and the majesty of the holy angels. It is written, holy angels. That's the new Jerusalem where the angels are the servants of those who have their brains pickled in the glory juice, who have their brains glorified. That, what's your name? The name is your nature. It's your personality. That's your characteristics. That's how you feel. It's your name. It's your person, your personality. And if that name of the Father and that name of the Son and the name of the New Jerusalem is written on your head, then you have the full nature of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in the third heaven pickled in your glory brain, your white stone, your brain is a stone, now a living stone of the chief and quarter stone, fully committed to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And angels will obey your words because you're completely baptized into the third heaven and have sacrificed your natural life in the natural universe. That's what it means to be an overcomer. That's what it means to be a manifesting son of God. 
That's what creation longs for. Creation doesn't long for Jesus returning. That's not what Romans 8 says. It longs for the manifestation of the sons of God because creation knows it's not about Jesus returning. It's about you growing up in Christ. It's about you maturing and getting sanctified in the word of grace. That God can write his name on your brain. That this thing can go from 10% chimpanzee homo sapien mammal to 100%. You'll be young at 100. You'll look like you're 20 years old when you're 300 years old if you get this message and walk in it today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Where's that written? Glad you asked. Revelation 5.10, And they shall rule and reign with him for how long? 1,000 years. Live a day in the Lord. Methuselah almost made it. What, 970 years old? Nope. Cut off. God wouldn't allow him to live a day in the Lord after the fall, even in the residual effect of the fading glory of coming out of perfect union with the Father, with their whole soul pickled in the ability of God the Father, being able to move by flying and teleportation, transportation, having everything by the fruit of your lips and there was no working in the sweat of the brow. You're living in the fullness of the hundredfold glory realm. Amen. Jesus walked in this, his third year of ministry. He didn't his first. He didn't his second. He did his third because he grew. He kept growing. He grew in faith and he grew in wisdom. And growing in wisdom creates a palace or a canopy that you live in and can use in divine ability. The renewing of your mind is having the lights turn on in your soul by revelation of God writing His words upon your spirit, shining ever brighter to the full dawn of day. If you're actually eating from the table of Christ and participating with the new covenant and the cup of the new covenant, then you'll shine ever brighter. When people say no to God, they stop shining and they start dying. And we've all done it. I mean, I've done it thousands of times. And I'll be like, that was dumb. Yeah, I, don't, I really hate death. I don't want to die. So our stubbornness and all of our rebellion, we beat ourselves up. We go around the mountain, around the mountain, 40 years in the wilderness. And we're like, no, come on. We're going to go up the mountain and we're going to be holy. Be set apart, completely holy as He is holy in our hearts and our souls and our minds and in our bodies and our flesh, bones and blood. Going to be glorified. If there's no sin in you, you can't die. Death only has a contract with sin. That's the death covenant. If there, There's no sin in the river. You can drink the river. Oh, I messed up. Have a drink and wash it out. Have no more sin consciousness. No more condemnation consciousness. No more works mentality. No more do's and don'ts in the brain. Get riverified. That's what he died for on the cross to restore you to the river. It's the blood, the word, and the spirit, and he's given it to you without measure. All you got to do is learn how to drink. And you feel the presence here today. You hear the word. You receive it in your heart. It activates. Be like It brings you to the river. The prophetic word brings you to the river. Noah, a preacher of righteousness, he tried to bring them into the ark of the glory of God. The preaching of the apostles and prophets is to bring people into the experience of the glory to activate the new covenant and the plumbing of God within them so they can know the abilities of the river, get their minds renewed, and then riverify regions. Amen. It's as simple as that. Understanding the ways of God, and they're simple, they're childlike, but they're profound. See, it's the things of Satan that are confusing. Figuring it out. Oh, this is so complicated. This is some advanced teaching stuff. Oh my God. You got to have a doctorate in glory. Listen, you have a doctorate in glory, you're going to sound like a seventh grader. 
Because you'll be so drunk and so high on the fullness of the anointing all the time. You'll be lucky if you can even talk. People will think you're retarded. It's true. Jesus Christ was called a drunkard and a glutton. They thought he was mentally ill. His parents came to take him home to put him into a mental institute in the Bible, in the scriptures. When you're in the fullness of the anointing, you don't look smart. You look stupid. Because the anointing is so strong, you're literally melting like candle wax. It's a mountain of anointing oil. You only look smart when you're in the religious demon. You look stupid when you're in the anointing. On purpose. The foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. Because it's all based on power. And it's not the power of flesh and blood. It's the power of the word and the angel that obeys the word. I've come to you in a demonstration of power. What's the demonstration of power? It's the word with the angel in it. There'll be explosive dunamis power, resurrection power, working inside your spirit and will get the demons out of your mindsets and strongholds of your soul. And it will blast your soul crystal clean and sparkling. And your souls will be so clean, like, oh, it kind of hurt, felt like surgery, but there was so much wine and so much presence. And after I left the sermon, I went outside and the sun was brighter, the grass was greener. It's because the darkness was being washed out of you by the seven thunders of the powerful prophetic voice of the river of life. Amen. And we need to magnify the prophetic voice and get stronger in the thunder of God. You cannot overemphasize thunder. I mean, oh, they thought they were going to die when they're here. Yeah, you think you're going to die when you're here, which means the carnal mind thinks this is killing it when it's actually transforming it. They thought they were going to die, lest anyone touch this mountain and be stoned to death, and they were trembling in fear, thinking that they were going to die. If they were actually crawl, crawl up that mountain, you know, oh, you know what would happen? They would have been young at 100 like Moses. Not a wrinkle on his face, 120 years old, Deuteronomy 34. What? Come on. So you're scared of death and that's what keeps you out of the glory? And when you just get over it and you know God's good and you finally get the revelation that the glory is actually just going to transfigure you and the reason why it feels bad sometimes is because you're scared of changing and you just get over it, you repent, you get boldly approach the throne of grace. That's why you got to boldly approach the throne of grace because... You'll feel like you're dying at first because it's killing your death. It's removing Satan from you. It's removing the red dragon, the false prophet, and the beast from you. And the beast does get stoned to death when it touches the mountain. The beast, beast is the carnal mind and the idolatry of controlling the finances in your brain. People touch the mountain and start to get stoned. Ah, I'll, I'll receive anything except the money teaching. Well, you'll never grow in the glory. You'll never enter the glory. You'll never have any fruit in the glory. If you don't sacrifice finances in your brain, you'll be stuck in the natural dimension forever, even after you experience the glory of God. It's true. You have to learn to be a giver, and you have to grow your measurements. God so loved the world that he gave. Well, I can't give, and I got you. You're going to have to repent. You're going to have to change, and the glory will change you. I understand the fears and all the stuff, the temptations of Satan. I faced them all just like you, and I overcame all of them. So can you. Amen. We have to be here today, to teach this with authority. It will activate you. It will energize you. It will impart to you the grace to overcome all the seven mountains. And the roots of all seven mountains, education, business, religion, it's all the roots of money. You can fake it as much as you want, but the roots of education are money. That's what controls the education system, money. Oh, I need, we need to budget for money. We need to budget for our schools. We need to budget college. We have to charge tuitions. Money. The root of business, obviously, is money. 
But the root of religion is also money. The root of every single thing in the natural realm is money. And if you want to come out of the natural realm, you have to come out of the root of money by sacrificing it. There's no other way it's written in the scriptures for your benefit. 95% of Christians don't give because they're stuck in the natural dimension. That's why Satan attacks people with don't giving demons. A religious demon with holding spirit, Ananias and Sapphira, they will not give into the glory of God because they had an inheritance in the natural realm and they weren't really actually interested in the fullness of the glory. They wanted to live a double life, double-minded. God won't allow that at all in this revival. And that's good. Some of you like that, some of you are scared about that. Because you have a lot of investment in the natural realm. Is God going to kill you? No, God's going to raise you from the dead and bless you more than you could ever provide for yourself. He's going to reveal the fullness of His goodness through Jesus Christ in this generation. He will. These coming years will be ridiculous glory. Ridiculous. Harvest glory. The goodness of His glory. And everything you feared will be washed away for perfect love called the river of life drives out all fears out of all your hearts and out of all your brains so you can live underwater fully fathered in every area of your heart, soul, mind, and strength all the days of your life carried by the glory of the Father in the Garden of Eden on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Give generously. Give cheerfully. Donate at redlettermen.com. In Jesus' name. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Gloria.